much changed last year. A global pandemic hit, consumers moved their purchases to e-commerce, travel came to a standstill, and most of the world's economies went into recession. So what's in store for 2021 in digital commerce? Find out from the perspective of the largest leading companies in tech, banking, payments, and retail. In this edition of the Commerce Code Podcast, Recession or Recovery, 2021 predictions for what's next in digital commerce. I'm Silvio Tavares here in San Francisco on February 5th. This is Commerce Code, brought to you by DCA, the Digital Commerce Alliance. It's great to be with you. Now, I'm the host of the Commerce Code podcast, but I'm also the CEO of the Digital Commerce Alliance, or DCA. DCA member companies include many of the largest, most sophisticated global tech companies, payments companies, banks, merchants, including Microsoft, Samsung, Bank of America, MasterCard, LVMH, Hilton, and many, many more. And guess what? Those companies whose operations span the world of digital commerce, they know a lot about what's going to happen next in consumer spending and the economy. And today, we're going to share those predictions with you based on our conversations with executives from those same companies from around the world. So every year about this time, we predict the key trends that will drive the world of digital commerce in our eagerly awaited 2021 digital commerce predictions. So joining me on the show today is the Commerce Code podcast producer, Rebecca Donahue. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, Silvio. How are you today? I am doing great. And as you can tell, I'm all amped up. I'm excited to share all the insights and predictions that we have formulated by speaking to these top executives and companies from North America, Europe, and Asia. This is definitely one of my favorite podcasts of the year. So, okay, you ready? Let's do this and jump right in. Here are my five predictions for 2021. Drum roll, please. Number one, the rise of commerce with a conscience. So we've all heard about ESG investing. That's environmentally, socially, and governance responsible investing. And that's basically where investors look not just at a company's profit and bottom line, but the investor also looks at whether the company pollutes the environment, for example, or contributes to gender or racial discrimination. Well, in 2021, consumers are going to take a page out of the ESG playbook, and they're going to apply this new lens of social judgment to everything they spend their money on. In 2021, whether it's buying a stock of an excessively shorted company like GameStop to get revenge on the greedy hedge funds, or just simply using cash back from a digital coupon to donate to a charity, shoppers around the world are going to expect their spending not just to meet their consumer needs, but also to make the world a better place. My second prediction is that fintech regulation is going to go into overdrive. The challenges of 2020 really demonstrated the indispensability of numerous commerce and fintech technologies, things like social media, e-commerce, digital offers, and cloud services. But societies around the world realized their dependency on a handful of incredibly powerful digital commerce companies like Amazon, Alibaba, Facebook, and others. These digital technologies, they were really good and they scaled during the pandemic and they definitely 
help the wheels of commerce continue to spin. But what we're seeing in 2021 is that consumers and governments are having some real second thoughts, and they're becoming increasingly uneasy with the immense market power of this small handful group of companies. And so we're going to start seeing increased regulation of digital financial data and digital commerce. That's going to be the inevitable result of this trend. So expect increased fintech regulation, not just in the U.S., but also in China, in Europe. And some of that is already happening. Those are two really interesting predictions, Silvio. And we're going to discuss those two more in depth in a moment. But do you have any other predictions? I have just three more. My next one, number three, is the tech trade war is going to actually escalate. So we recall back at the beginning of 2020, and it started with the U.S. and China trading reciprocal new tariffs on new various industrial and agricultural goods. Well, in 2021, we're going to see a new tech trade war escalating between the U.S. and China in a whole bunch of different technology areas. A lot of people expect the new administration of U.S. President Biden is going to take a much more conciliatory tone towards China. They are dead wrong. The tech trade war is actually going to escalate further. My fourth prediction is a credit bubble is going to appear and then it's going to pop. So normally during a recession, like the ones we've been experiencing in the U.S. and Europe, normally what happens is access to credit becomes tighter, both for consumers and for corporations. This recession actually has been very different, and that's because central banks in the U.S., Europe, and China, they've been really quick to deploy significant stimulus to prop up capital markets and consumer lending. But consumers are not really playing along. They've actually shied away from using more credit, and instead they've deleveraged while simultaneously in increasing savings. But what's going to happen is as the pandemic drags on and as stimulus runs out, more consumers are going to start maxing out their credit lines in late 2021. And eventually those credit card loans and other types of consumer credits are going to go into default at a higher rate. So you should expect credit card issuers and other credit issuers to experience significantly higher defaults in late 2021 as the credit bubble pops. And then my last prediction is that we're going to see a commercial cyber war accelerate. What I mean by that is until now, cyber hacks, they've largely been the turf of these criminal credit card syndicates. To another extent, also, we've seen that in the Bitcoin space. And then we've also seen some state actors, intelligence services hacking other state intelligence services and spycraft. But in 2021, that's going to change significantly. And we're going to start seeing state government outside of the U.S. increasingly being accused of stealing corporate secrets. So while we're still going to see the usual credit card processing system hacks, we're also going to start to see governments and government agencies outside the U.S. increasingly being in the business of stealing trade secrets in vital sectors in digital commerce, but also other technology sectors like electric battery technology, solar technology, and quantum computing. So Those were my predictions. What do you think, Rebecca? Should we take them one by one? Yeah, let's do it. And let's start with the first prediction of the rise of commerce with conscience. Silvio, I don't know about you, but when I go shopping, I'm really just trying to focus on getting the right goods, getting the best price and the convenience of the experience. I'm not really trying to make a political statement, so I'm a little skeptical about this prediction. Uh, No, I get you. I I, I realize that. And I actually, I I should admit that I, I am very much similar to you. 
But the thing that's changed in 2021 is that basically e-commerce has commoditized those three things you mentioned, finding the right goods, finding the right price, and obtaining a convenience in terms of delivery. Basically, those things are table stakes now. So for example, on Amazon, there are often literally dozens of vendors all able to sell you the exact same goods at the exact same low price, and they're able to deliver to you within the same delivery window, which is 48 hours. So in an environment like that, consumers are looking for something else to help drive the decision on which merchants and which goods to choose. In 2021, that something else is increasingly going to be a social mission or commerce with a cause. And so just to give you an example of that, think of Tesla. So in a year where most of us are doing a lot less driving in our cars because we're cooped up at home because of lockdowns, Tesla is actually selling more cars than ever before. Why is that? Well, many thousands of different cars are out there, but they've all pretty much become commodities. However, Tesla is one of only very few car makers that makes you feel like you're actually helping save the environment by eliminating gas emissions. So my prediction is merchants that tie their brand to broad-based social issues, they're going to outperform those that don't do that in 2021. Let's take a look at your second prediction. Regulation goes into overdrive. Silvio, is this prediction really new? I feel like in 2020, I saw so many news articles about the Chinese government going after Alipay or the U.S. government going after Facebook and Google. And of course, in Europe with GDPR, many of those same tech companies have been getting sued by governments and citizens. You're right about that. I agree with you. And definitely regulation and regulatory action increased in 2020. But what's new in 2021 is that much of that regulatory focus is really zooming in on e-commerce and also financial data specifically. So in 2021, you should expect regulators of the U.S., China, Japan, and Europe to enact numerous new regulations targeting the use of commercial data, financial data to really ensure fair play in digital commerce, which is basically where most commerce is happening. One example of this is new forthcoming rules from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau on financial data. That makes a lot of sense. And I know that the Digital Commerce Alliance submitted comments to the U.S. Consumer Financial Bureau to provide guidance on those new rules. Companies that are interested in finding out more can check out the Financial Data Forum division of DCA at www.findatfor.org. Your third prediction is about the tech trade war between U.S. and China escalating. And the conventional wisdom about the tech trade war is that the new U.S. presidential administration will look to reduce tensions in this area. Rebecca, this is one where the conventional wisdom is just plain not wise. It's not right. Based on our member companies around the world, the tech trade war will actually get more intense. And that's because China is emboldened. It's the only major global economy that experienced growth in 2020. And they've got a strong hand to play. And they're going to push to have large trading partners in Japan and South Korea and Europe to adopt new Chinese technologies in finance, payments, telecom, and in other areas. And what the U.S. is going to do is they're going to counter these moves by China by pressuring longtime allies, especially democracies in the East and West, like Germany, the U.K., Japan, to align around U.S. leading technologies in areas like e-commerce, payments, social media, and data privacy. So you should expect leading commerce technology companies like Visa, MasterCard, Apple, PayPal, Amazon to gain traction around the world. And a lot of that new traction is actually going to come at Chinese companies' 
expense. So I think things are going to get worse before they get better. Companies should actually expect more surprise economic tariffs and restrictions being put in place as a negotiation tactics by governments around the world. Now let's take a look at your fourth prediction, and that is about the credit bubble bursting. I think right now some are saying that there could be a bit of a stock market bubble, but there's not much noise about the credit bubble. So what are you seeing in 2021 that could be different? Well, first, I agree with you. There is no credit bubble right now. And in fact, consumers are actually decreasing their use of credit and saving cash. However, central banks in the U.S. and Europe, they've been really quick to deploy significant stimulus to prop up capital markets and also consumer lending. And uh, a lot of tech companies have been launching new credit cards to drive digital engagement. And they're using that cheap capital that they have access to to provide cheap credit for consumers. There are lots of examples examples, you know, PayPal, Venmo, Apple with its credit card. So there's a lot of tech companies and quite frankly, new age banks providing credit to consumers. And we should expect that trend to continue. But there are going to start to be some unintended consequences. So we are seeing a rapid proliferation of consumer cards for use online. And that's going to collide with the significantly higher rates of fraud online. And it's also going to collide with very high unemployment employment, particularly in the latter half of 2021. So we should expect credit card issuers and other consumer credit issuers to experience significantly higher default rates in late 2021 as stimulus expires and as consumers max out their cards, leading to eventually higher defaults. And last but not least, your fifth prediction is about commercial cyber threats increasing, but in an unexpected way. Can you talk a little bit more about that? It's going to be a little bit tough to verify whether this one comes out to be true. But my prediction is that some state governments around the world outside the U.S., they're going to increase their attacks on commercial businesses to steal valuable technology and trade secrets. So big corporations are going to need to continue to worry about the usual cyber threats, credit card hackers. But increasingly, they're also going to have to worry about state actors looking to steal their intellectual property. Common suspects are going to be Russia and North Korea. And we're seeing some of that already come to pass as people decipher what happened in the SolarWinds hack. But the big lesson here is that most businesses should be increasing their investment to protect their financial data, their commerce data. And they should be doing that at the same time as they're increasing their investments in doing business online and e-commerce. Well, Sylvia, thank you so much for sharing your 2021 predictions. We will check back at the end of 21 to see if they were correct after all. Yeah, that'll be fun, Rebecca. I'm looking forward to doing that with you late this year, early in 2022. Until that time, we're going to get a front row seat at the Digital Commerce Alliance conferences and news services to see how this is all playing out in real time over the year. For our podcast listeners that may not be aware, the Digital Commerce Alliance was announced last week. And a big part of the mission is to monitor and manage many of these trends that we discussed on today's podcast. There are three divisions within DCA, the Cardlinks Forum, the Mobile Wallet Forum, and the Financial Data Forum. And through the DCA, we're providing a new way for leading companies to engage and collect collaborate around these trends. If you want to learn more, check it out. Go to www.digcomall.org and you can learn more, get involved with the future of digital commerce with many of the best companies in the world, including companies like Microsoft, Samsung, Bank of America, Discover, and many more. So for now, for the Digital Commerce Alliance, take care of yourself and take care of each other. God bless you. This is Silvio Tavares signing off.